everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am so excited to welcome Melissa to both the Year of Growth series as well as this interview where we're going we're gonna to combine her first year of growth with her future self-experience at the Paradise Valley Castle in Arizona. So welcome, Melissa. Hi, thank you so much for having me today, Cassie. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you about all things Enchanted Circle and and the castle, of course. Of course, that's everything is just so awesome. I love it. All right, well, tell me what's awesome right now. What's awesome right now is the moment that I'm in because um, I never thought that I would feel so good. I, f- I feel very good and very excited. And I'm, I love this moment. That's what's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Aww, so I always love this question and um, hearing this. So how did you come across me? How did we get connected? I found you on um, your podcast and I absolutely, I was so drawn to it. And, um, you, I would listen to it over and over. I would listen to the same podcast like four times and be Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, that's what they met. Deep inside of me, I knew that this was it for me. I knew that I needed to learn whatever you had to say as far as LOA and, um, many other awesome things that you have um, to teach. Um, I just kept coming back and I was just so drawn to it. It was um, very much inspired action, which you talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. I love it. So we've worked together since November. Talk about why you made the original decision to join the Enchanted Circle. Well, I... I spoke to you once um, by telephone, and then I um, I had listened to you so many times um, and on your podcast, and I just it I just knew that I had to do it, and I was ready to be involved with like-minded women, and I didn't know these women, but I. I just had such a good feeling about it. It just made me feel excited and happy. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. So I did it. And I am so excited that I, that I listened to that. Me too. That's awesome. So what would you say is the biggest difference in your life that you've experienced as a result of us working together? Um, Changing, like being able to own the feelings that I haven't 
felt in a very long time. So in the very beginning of the Enchanted Circle, it, you know, we talk about what's awesome. And I didn't know what was awesome for so long. Mm -hmm. And I would hear all the other women share about what was awesome. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome for me. So I would say that, what, that what was awesome. And my own personal thought process um, started to change. Mm -hmm. And I would wake up in the morning and be like, that's awesome. That's awesome. I was focusing on the good and only the good. And because as a result of that, things have completely changed. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Because if anyone had sort of a lot of life happen at the beginning of their Enchanted Circle journey, it was you. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to just so that people know how much you can change? And even when things are not great, what happened right around the time you joined the Enchanted Circle? What happened was, is, well, um, the day before um, I was in my first Enchanted Circle call, um, the day after was the, the Woolsey Fire in Malibu. Mm -hmm. And I had a moment where I was, um, I was in the fire, in the midst of it. And um, there was a lot of chaos. And I remember being on PCH in Malibu and seeing, um, I pulled over because there was nowhere to go. And I saw a herd of um, horses uh, trotting and galloping by my car. And I had a moment where it was like, oh, well, what would Cassie do? What would the Enchanted Circle do? And I thought to myself, oh, I'm going to follow the horses because I know that the horses will end up in a safe place. That would not have been my thought process. Um, I believe that... Um, I really truly believe that the enchanted circle and the energy that I was exposed to assisted in my safety, like literally, I, I believe that. And um, it, it wasn't, um, you know, as you know, what this wasn't planned. I just, you know, joined the enchanted circle and the Woolsey fire happened. And um I was able to really process my experience as a tool of how I could be a better person. Mm -hmm. um, and, oh, and the most important thing about the Enchanted Circle after the fire was I was only willing to involve myself in conversations that were like positive mm -hmm. because in such a devastating um, experience for so many it I was only able to um, speak to people like to be helpful not mm -hmm. to talk about who wasn't there what happened all the bad stuff but to assist in moving forward mm -hmm. and um, another thing the enchanted circle taught me was I was 
I mean, looking back, I didn't interpret this, but now looking back at in retrospect, it was like, well, I'm very excited and curious to see what's going to happen <laughs> in my life because there's nothing, you know, I don't have anything left. So right. how can I, what am I going to manifest? What a perfect opportunity because there was nothing to clean out because it was burned. So that was, you know, um, a great, um, it's just been an incredible learning experience journey. I feel safe and I don't typically feel safe in a group and I just feel so safe. And it's just a, it's a wonderful place to um, develop um, needed changes for me in my life to move forward. Mm. Thank you for sharing all of that. It's so important. Mm. Um, so you touched a little bit on this, but I always like to ask this question in a first interview. What is it like to work in group coaching? Um, you know, I remember initially I was like, well, what is group coaching? And you said, Melissa, you will get a lot out of it. And I didn't really understand what that meant. I just had a feeling like, just do it, Melissa. Mm -hmm. Group coaching is exponential for me and anybody that was ever interested in it because I learned from the other women. Mm -hmm. And they could be speaking about a situation and I, it, it could apply to me. Um, most of the time, like 99% of the time, if somebody asks a question, it's like, Oh, I get that. Um, that's the same thing with me. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though it's, I'm parallel with each of the women. And my question for me was already answered through them. Mm-hmm. There's a um, a magic that happens. Um, there's a magic that happens there, and deep in my soul, I know that those women held very um, wonderful thoughts for for me during the like during the time because mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of tears on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could feel that I could feel that, um, they held, um, warm thoughts for me. Nice thoughts. Absolutely. Um, so for a second or a few minutes, let's shift gears and talk a little bit about, um, our future self event at the Paradise Valley Castle in Arizona, which if anyone wants to see, they can go to paradisevalleycastle.com. So mm-hmm. what made you say, yes, I'm going, I'm going to the castle. I'm going to, I'm going to join all these women at this place. Um, again, it was like, Melissa, you're going, you're going to do this. It wasn't anything to even think about. There was no story around it. Mm -hmm. So for example, in the past, I would have a story around meeting a group of people or like, no, this, that there's too complicated. This was, oh no, I'm going, I, I am going, this is going to be, um, awesome. And I, and it was, 
it, it completely was everything aligned. Um, my plane ticket, um, everything aligned. And it just, I knew that I just had to go and I did. I just knew it. It was the same thing about enjoying, joining the Enchanted Circle and me, meeting Cassie Parks. I just knew I had to do it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. So um, you haven't, you actually did the workshop. I actually love how this worked out. You <laughs> right you after. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. You were just, you know, pre getting all the information in, right? Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yes. Yeah. So you did yeah. the future self. You had been working through manifest 10 K. Maybe right. I should ask this question first. What's the biggest thing you learned while working through all the manifest 10 K exercises and going through that portion of the program? Um, gosh, that portion of the program for me was super fun because, you know, everything in my life burnt down. So like 10 cents on the ground was like major and so exciting. And literally it, everything grew from there. I have never manifested so much in my life by just focusing on like you, I remember you said this, um, if you're not looking for it, it's going to be hard to find. So go look for it. So I'm like, she's right. I'm going to go look for it. And I did. And wow, it, I have not manifested that much in my life, Cassie, in such a, a short amount of time, like never. That's awesome. Right. It's yeah, so awesome. It is. So how is going to Arizona different than sort of the everyday assignments of, and going through Manifest 10K really prepares you to step into your future self. It prepares you for that next level. It's all, even though I define it as Manifest 10K and future self work, they're really all the same. So how is going to Arizona different than that everyday stepping into your future self? Um, I... In a, in a weird way, I, it's like I didn't leave Arizona feeling like I had, there was something to fix. Mm. You know, um, I left Arizona feeling and knowing that I was powerful, that I was, I have never felt so good in my life. I mean, um, I just, I, I, I compare it in my, in my mind, I compare it to like going to somebody else's seminar, which is great, but leaving another seminar or another situation and I'm feeling, I don't feel good. Like, oh, I have to fix this. I have to fix. When I left Arizona, it was on. Like, I feel fantastic. Everything um, went well. I adore all the women that I met and I have a genuine, I genuinely really like them. And, um, I'm not like somebody that's, you know, I just feel my way around and I really felt such, um, it was very sincere. Mm -hmm. We were all on the same page. And then the very beginning of Arizona, 
I remember getting out of the um, Uber, walking up with my roller bag, knocking on the door, and you answered the door, and you gave me a really big hug. And I was like, I'm home. This is so nurturing and genuine, and I, I just, I'm, I felt like I'm home. I, I don't, it just felt awesome. I loved it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really great. Did I go off on a tangent? Did I answer your question? I just, there's so many like awesome things and experiences and events and the food and the home and everything. It was awesome. Just everything. I love it. Um, where did you, and it might've been, the answer to this might've been when you walked up to the door, Mm -hmm. but where did you find your future self in the castle? Um, where did you see parts of her? Well, I, I saw parts of her all the time, really, because there was no, I mean, there, there was no, there's no going back. Right. Mm-hmm. I am. I chose to say, I'm going to get to know her. I want to get to know her. She's awesome. And I was able to really tap into that all the time mm-hmm. because, and I, and I don't mean this in a, accountable as comes up like the other women were there doing the same as me right so we were all holding each other um as our future selves which was awesome and what I loved most is there was a few women that were like oh no 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 we're not doing that anymore who's your future self and I got to do that to, to some of the other women and um Oh, you're going to get that part in the play. Just tell me, let's talk about it. Tell me about how you've got that um, part in the play um, with a, another conversation I had with the other women. So we were able to like talk about what we already had mm-hmm. um, as opposed to how to, you know, come up with a plan to get it. You know what I mean. I do. Awesome. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, right. I, right. And yeah. Um, even one of the gals who's a chef, and she cooked the most amazing food. And I personally believe food is energy, but I mean, I felt good in my body when mm-hmm. I was there because the food was so good. And um, I, I just. Uh, the space was so safe to be a badass and there was, I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel anything. It was just awesome. That's awesome. Right. It was so good. You were there. (laughs) I was. Yeah. And I love it. I love that you all took care of each other and reminded like, no, no, this is your future self. Cause obviously I can't be everywhere. No, it's not everywhere. And I, I mean, for somebody to hold you accountable and say, you know, Melissa, um, that is not who you are anymore. Yeah. Really just tell me that I was like, wow, 
she's right. And I'm, what she did for me um, was such a great example because I started to do that for others. Mm -hmm. So it really dissipated the, you know, any kind of uh, conversation that, you know, I no longer have with anybody, even my mailman. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you see or find out about your future self that you didn't know before you went and joined us at the Paradise Valley Castle? The most important thing um, that I learned that I, I choose to <clears throat> embody all the time is the constant um, like curiosity of her. Mm -hmm. to plug that in all the time. So, um, for example, me, I had that, your workshop, mm -hmm. I think it was like the day after, yeah. and then there was homework and then being on the calls and, you know, just con like plugging in your, um, I want to say it is your magic, your mm -hmm. way um, has really not only worked for me, but the way you do it is like, I need to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. My way isn't your way. And like, you're like, stay in your own lane and just do it anyway. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah. Because I, you know, um, I, I, I understand that all of the work, the, the scripting, the homework is really about me plugging this in, in my life and me doing it, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Did that answer your question? There's so yeah. many things to talk about. I know. I, we could be on the phone till tomorrow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I have two more questions. Sure. Um, so what has changed either, and you talked a little bit about this just a second ago, the curiosity, but what has changed in terms of your thoughts, your beliefs, or your actions? Give us one example of something that's shifted and changed since you returned um, from our time in Arizona at the Paradise Valley Castle. I'm open. Oh, oh. The freedom of choices that I didn't like, oh, well, that's my only choice. No, it's not. And one thing I, I also remembered that you said, and um, on your podcast recently, and you said, trust, just trust that it's all going to work out. You were talking about your white Ford orgy. Mm -hmm. Remember, you were in line. Yeah. And you said, I'm just going to stay here and stand in line and not get in the way. Essentially, that's what you said. And you were being open to the possibility of like everything working out for you. So that is my, um, that is how I'm totally different. I love it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give someone else? How would you tell them? What's one thing you would tell them? about how to step into their future self? Um, 
really it's it's just being um very honest with yourself about um what who your future self is because i i mean there's no fear around who you, you want to be as your future self. Mm-hmm. And I also learned this from you too, is that most of the time, um, I mean, people are may, perhaps might be in fear about that because they're afraid of hurting someone else or somebody else in their life. But really what I would say is stay in your own lane. Mm-hmm. Everything, um, works out. And I just think that it will catch up eventually if you don't do it. So you have to do it. Yeah. You know, it just will follow you around all the time. Oh yeah. So get on it. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Get on it. Yeah. Speaking of get on it. Um, you are a soul interpreter and you have some really yes. cool ways that you can see parts of a, someone's soul if they need help yeah. interpreting something they might not understand or something they might be missing. So tell people how they can connect with you. Um, hi everyone. My name is Melissa. You can connect with me, um, via email and my email address is San Marco M it's S A N. M-A-R-C-O-M at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Melissa, and sharing with us um, about your time in the Enchanted Circle and your time with as stepping into your future self in Arizona. Um, We really appreciate it. Cassie. Yes. You are magic. You're so awesome. And I appreciate you more than you know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you all for listening to this episode. Make sure to continue um, getting in touch and hearing about Melissa's journey and what amazing things unfold for her in the next episode in her year of growth series. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.